Hello, and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing programs, services, and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we'll talk with Ron Campbell. He's with the Fairfax County Health Department, the Environmental Health Division. We're going to talk a timely topic today. We're going to talk about food safety for the holiday. So, Ron, thanks, uh, first of all for for being with us on the podcast thanks for having me jim absolutely an important topic as we're we're coming into the holidays thanksgiving and and christmas and new years all those uh, things coming up families have uh, traditions that uh, i was gonna say maybe eight or nine times out of ten and uh, revolve around food or involve foods a very very uh, important topic for us to, to talk about. But first, a little bit about Ron Campbell. You're a senior environmental health specialist. You had to put that in really teeny tiny print to get it all on your business right. card, I'm right. sure. But what, what does that mean? What do you do with the health department? Give us a little background about that. Well, I work in uh, the consumer protection program within environmental mm-hmm. health. Okay. And uh, within that program, uh, there's a food safety program. And that, gotcha. that is... That is where I report every day for, for okay. work, and uh, uh, I do uh, outreach, uh, both general public, similar to this, and uh, create uh, and offer uh, training materials to restaurants, uh, oh, wow. employees, and I uh, uh, put post content on our on our website. Okay, uh, so uh, um, that's that's kind of the. Uh, the non-restaurant piece of it, and then there is the field piece, which is uh, I go out and do uh, do regular food safety inspections oh, wow. in okay. the restaurants, okay. and I also do inspections when there's a change of owner, so that uh, oh, interesting. the new operator goes into a facility that we feel is at least at a baseline level gotcha. of, of where it should be to, okay. to help prepare the food safely gotcha. for the public. So. Now, your career with Fairfax County, has it always been in the health department? Have you worked elsewhere? Kind of let us learn a little bit about you. I, I've been with the county for uh, about 13 years now. Uh, prior to that, I had uh, uh, a career not related at all to uh, public health or environmental health. I was uh, in the retail retail business, consumer electronics retail business oh, for uh, uh, well over 20 years. And uh, although I actually started my career after college in environmental health in Prince George's County, Maryland, oh, okay. um, I was there for three years. Uh, they started to cross train us in food safety and I absolutely did not like that. Right. <laughs> so I left. Yeah. And then uh, about 30 years later, Poof. <laughs> I came back to Fairfax County, and here I am there it is. in food safety. Yeah. So, uh, well, go it all. It's a it one big circle. Around, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm sure that retail experience comes in handy too, especially when you're talking with business owners and operators uh, about kind of what needs to be it, done. You can talk from their language. It, I guess it, it absolutely helps. Yeah. Uh, I, it's interesting you mentioned that because I've had two conversations recently on just that point. That uh, my background. Um, you know, it gives me a little bit of empathy, perhaps, as to what, yeah, what yeah. they're facing in, in, in running a business and trying to make a, you know, make a living. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so from that perspective, I'm able to, to even, you know, the suggestions I make might have that mm-hmm. in mind. You mm-hmm. know, what, what you can tell them to do something, but let's tell them to do something that's not going to 
drastically impacts right. you know, what they're But still accomplish the goal, yeah, what needs exactly, to be done. Yeah. Exactly. So folks may be going out to restaurants a lot during the holiday season. So we're covered there. We've got the restaurant inspections and trying to make sure they're doing everything clean and healthy. But also a lot of holiday cooking is going to be going on in, mm-hmm. in uh, homes around Fairfax County this holiday season, Thanksgiving and and all the December holidays, New Year's parties, those kind of things coming up. wanted to specifically talk about food safety for the holidays. And I guess uh, even though this podcast will be, you know, quote unquote, live after Thanksgiving, one of the big things that people talk about is Thanksgiving and turkeys. Frozen turkey better than a fresh turkey. You know, how long does it need to be cooked? There's so many things that we could talk about. What's the first thing that, that comes to your mind or that you, you, you preach when we're talking about turkeys and Thanksgiving? Well, I think the first thing is um, how we thaw our turkeys. Okay. Uh, because a lot of people buy frozen turkeys. Right. And, and, of course, if you buy a fresh turkey, you're going to buy it and keep it in the refrigerator until it's timing. Buy it, you know, two or three, four days ahead without too much problem at all. Uh, you buy a frozen turkey— um, it's just kind of human nature sometimes just to put the frozen turkey on the kitchen counter and let it thaw overnight or however long it takes. And uh, and you're saying that's not that's a good idea? really not okay. That is absolutely not <laughs> the preferred method. So uh, if I might, let me uh, offer a better way, Please, a, yeah. a safer, a safer way, perhaps. Um, we want to avoid when we when we thaw things, whether it's a 15-pound turkey or, or an individual chicken breast for dinner, uh, you know, after Thanksgiving. Um, we want to avoid our food being in what we call the danger zone, and the danger zone is a is a temperature range, and the temperature mm-hmm. range is about 40 to 135 degrees. So room temperature is right in that danger zone, and the danger zone is called that because at that temperature range at a period of time, over a period of time, bad bacteria will grow exponentially, large quantities and very quickly. Hmm. And the reason we keep things cold is to keep the bacteria from growing. Hmm. And the reason we cook it is to kill the bacteria that might be there. So we want to avoid leaving our food, whether it's refrigerated or cooked or frozen, in the danger zone mm-hmm. because it gives the opportunity for that bacteria to grow if it's there. So okay. obviously thawing on the kitchen counter puts a smack dab in the, in the danger zone. So okay. we're trying to avoid that. So what should we do so then? So the, the best way to do it, the most food safe way to do it, yeah, is yeah. to just put the frozen turkey in the refrigerator and let it thaw. Now, you know, today's Wednesday, tomorrow's Thanksgiving, Honestly, the turkey should have probably been in the refrigerator on Sunday. It takes about 24 hours for every four to five pounds wow. of turkey to thaw. Wow. So, it, it, you know, you can't just take it out this morning <laughs> and hope it's and done. You know, hope, it's, hope it's ready to cook at wow. you know, 2 o'clock, something like that. So that that's one method. Uh, and, of course, once it's thawed, it's already in the refrigerator. You, you, know, you leave it there. I mean, if, it's, okay. if you're not ready to cook it, just leave it in the fridge. Everything's good. Uh, another way is to uh, actually thaw it in cold water. So you're going to wrap the turkey so it doesn't get waterlogged, but uh, put it in cold water. And this method, uh, it takes about 30 minutes per pound. 
So even then, you're looking at six, eight, maybe ten hours right. uh, to thaw it that way. Uh, the the key here is to keep changing the water because the water is going to raise. I was going to ask to about the room that. temperature yeah, yeah. Uh, at some point. So uh, change the water about every thirty minutes as well. And then the last, you know, easy way I guess is to just use the microwave oven. I can't give you any specifics about that. The, the manufacturer, your micro, you know, read your owner's right, manual. Right. The owner's manual is going to give you some tips. Wow. Okay. So, uh, no good advice there. So, yeah, so the idea is just, you know, keep it out of the danger zone and and, and prepare, you know, that's your starting point to start safely. So say we do that correctly, we've got it and we're ready to cook it. Now, I'm not going to ask for any family recipes Mm -hmm. or secrets on how to to prepare the turkey, but when we cook it, you've talked about a danger zone of temperatures before it's cooked. Mm -hmm. Is there a, a danger zone or a safe zone when we're when we're talking about cooking our turkey that it that like the temperature should be at? Absolutely, there are uh, there's proper cook temperatures for for pretty much everything that we cook uh, of you know meat, poultry, seafood, that kind of thing. All has proper cook temperatures, and and for poultry, turkey, uh, the temperature is 165 degrees. So, uh, you and know, I can tell that by just looking at it. No, not okay. at all. Not at all. In fact, I do a I do a uh, a training class, a food safety workshop, and one of my questions to the audience is, how do you, how do you know when your chicken is done? Mm-hmm. And uh, invariably, uh, one of the answers is, well, I cut it, mm-hmm. and when it's not pink on the inside, it's done. Right. And then, of course, I come back with, well, the temperature should be 165. So. What degree of pinkness tells you that it's 100? It's <laughs> right. not 100. You know, it's 165. Right. Right. So, uh, uh, no, you can't judge doneness by color. You can't poke it with a fork to see if like it's how done. firm or whatever. Right. right. Okay. So, use a food thermometer. Um, you need. To, we want the internal temperature. It is hot on the outside, obviously. So we want to get into the inside the turkey um, and get an internal temperature uh, deep into the breast between the uh, the leg and the body go in there, hmm. you, between the wing and the body go in there. Okay. So more than one temperature. I mean, this is a big, okay. piece, check it, big, two or three. Okay. big piece of food, so you want to check, it, check different areas. Those of us who do stuffing, since we're talking about turkeys at Thanksgiving, very often there's, there's stuffing. Mm-hmm. So, um, and we cook it inside the turkey. Well, that also needs to be 165 degrees oh, in wow. a... A tip about stuffing your turkey is don't stuff it packed tight. Give it, you know, make it a little bit loose so that the heat can get through the stuffing completely and make it hot. As you're taking these temperatures, you know, 165 on the turkey, if the turkey is fine, take a temperature of the stuffing. If the stuffing's, you know, 160 and the rest of the turkey's, then we'll take the stuffing out. And cook it. Continue to cook it separately. Oh, it's really that way important. it won't dry out the turkey. Right. Oh, right. wow. Okay. <laughs> so extra one, bonus tips right there. One sixty-five is uh, is the answer for everything when okay. it comes to uh, cooking your turkey. Okay. 
We're talking with uh, Ron Campbell, Fairfax County Health Department. We're talking food safety for the holidays and so many questions I want to get to. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping we have enough time to cover a majority of them. But So we've got the turkey. Let's talk quickly about some of the other things that maybe go around a, a Thanksgiving meal or other holiday meal. Uh, you mentioned stuffing, you know, the, the vegetables, the mashed potatoes, the gravy, the cranberry sauce. Any things we need to think about for all of our side dishes and other things that go with the main meal as far as food safety is concerned? Uh, really, all the, all the vegetables, um, you know, cooked till done. There, there's, you know, 135 is a good, is a, is a temperature. 165 is, is a real good temperature. Mm. You know, we, we look at 165 as kind of the cook temperature right. for everything, even though there's quality temperatures it might be a little bit less mm. you know, the, mm. at 165 the quality of the food might uh, right. be affected but uh, uh, poultry is 165 the veggies um, really uh, again 135 is good mm. uh, for most of that uh, one thing uh, let me let me point out about uh, since you mentioned around the table some folks um, might do a buffet setup Right, so right. You know, they'll slice the turkey yep. and you know, a big family and everybody it. comes around and fixes their own plate. Um, what's in, there's two things to, to keep in mind about that. Uh, when, we, when we put the food out, if it's hot, and I'm talking particularly about the turkey and, and the meat, and we're going to have ham at our house as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, the ham and turkey, you put them out. Um, if you're going to leave it out for an extended period of time, we need to keep that food hot and the hot temperature is 135 degrees. So, you know, chafing dishes, you know, whatever you can do Mm. to keep that hot if it's going to be for more than about two hours. Um, If you're not going to leave it out hot, because, you know, it doesn't have to be extremely hot as you eat it, Mm -hmm. but uh, it's going to cool down as it sits out. Uh, The important thing to remember is to get it back in the refrigerator within two hours, because once again, Mm. the danger zone comes into play and you know I mentioned the temperature range of where the bacteria goes grows well there's a time component to that and the time component is longer than two hours after after two hours in combination with the temperature of 70 or 80 degrees that's where the bacteria really kind of goes crazy so uh, you know if you're doing buffet Kind of keep an eye on on the temperature of the foods and how and how long you're leaving it out. Is that's okay. really important. Okay. And uh, you know, as I was uh, listening to that and thinking about the question I asked, I, I I should have gone the prep stage before I put everything on the table. Are there any preparedness tips, preparation tips? We've we've talked about the turkey for for anything else or uh, like you know when we're you know getting our our meat ready to you know have it sitting right there on the counter beside our vegetable or something like that i mean okay i mean i'm assuming that's a no-no yeah yeah so uh that's a, that's a real good question we did actually kind of jump in midstream <laughs> here but uh, so i will say that we always start with washing our hands mm, okay? yeah, even, yeah even before we get to the food we're going to wash our hands 20 seconds with warm water and soap and and Make sure our, our hands are clean. Make sure the prep area that we're working on is clean. So if we're using cutting boards, mm, good point. you know, make sure they've been they've been washed and, and they're ready to, ready to be used. The point that you are raising <clears throat> is very good in that if I am, you know, maybe I'm stuffing the turkey 
on a cutting board and then I put the turkey aside and then uh, before I pick up the carrots or the potatoes to mash, I should wash my hands mm. again. Any, anytime we handle the turkey with our hands, we should go, we should wash our hands before Or, or we any kind hands. of meat? Any kind of meat. Okay. Yes, yes same thing. Okay. Uh, so, uh, and, and that's what the purpose for this is to prevent cross-contamination. Gotcha. If by chance the turkey is contaminated with with a bacteria, we don't want to you know, handle another food that right. may not get cooked. Like the raw carrots or something. Right, Okay, right. okay. Uh, and, and, you know, in that way, the turkey might be cooked fully, but maybe people get sick right. because the carrots gotcha. were contaminated. Okay, So, right. uh, yeah, so separating our raw meats using a separate cutting board for, for whatever we might, for the mm. meats and, and the veggies that we might be preparing. Is there, uh, we're getting close to our, our time, okay. so are there... Um, some easy things I can remember to help sure. in, in food preparedness, you know, because I've got to do this with the meat and I need to kind of do this with maybe raw vegetables or other things or, you know, is there a simple process I can remember? Uh, yeah, I, th I think there is. Okay. Uh, uh, when in food safety, we talk about clean, separate, cook, and chill. And, okay, I'm uh, writing this down. Clean, separate, Cook and chill. Cook and chill, okay. And I just kind of touched on clean. We want to wash our hands before we start anything. We want to make sure our area is clean. Uh, we want to make sure our pots and pans and dishes are clean that mm. we're actually going to serve sense. them. Yeah. Uh, and separate, again, goes to preventing cross-contamination, primarily from dripping of raw foods like turkey, chicken, meat, mm. onto other foods that mm. are either going to be served raw, or maybe they're not going to be cooked to the same temperature mm -hmm. as what the meats would be cooked to, to kill the bacteria right. in those meats. So separate in your refrigerator, keep your meats on the on the bottom shelf as you can, okay. and, and okay. particularly the, the poultry products, the turkey, uh, and use separate cutting boards uh, when, when you can. If you don't have more than one cutting board, then wash the cutting wash board with hot okay. soapy water in between. Uh, Cook um, really kind of just says it all. Cook to a proper temperature. Uh, we talked about turkey is 165, the ham is 145. Uh, you, we'll go to our website. I'll give you that in a minute. Okay. Uh, that where you can get all the temperatures. USDA has a good website for cook temperatures as well. And these temperatures, uh, I can quickly get it with just one of those little little prong thermometers. Uh, yeah, what you call it. digital thermometers are, are quick. The um, the analog, if you will, has a little dial. A little they'll, dial with it. Yeah, okay. They'll go, they'll and those are inex to, inexpensive. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, less than probably less than ten or twelve dollars. Okay. The important thing is when you get that temperature, let let the thermometer still sit because we want uh, we want a good temperature when you when you. If you think about the physics, you take the uh, thermometer in, you're actually taking heat with it. So uh, okay. let it sit inside and just settle okay. on that temperature. Okay. And then the final uh, point I would, you know, clean, separate, cook, and chill. Chill is our, is our refrigeration point. So, you know, we want to uh, uh, keep the food refrigerated at 40 degrees, 40 degrees or less, uh, that keeps the bacteria from growing. Cooking kills the bacteria that might be there. So 
refrigeration is a very important part of, of food safety. And uh, um, when we buy our food, you know, get in the refrigerator. When we have leftovers, get in the refrigerator within two hours. Uh, when we thaw, thaw in the refrigerator. Mm. In all of these situations, we're avoiding the dangers. Gotcha. That's, that's, that's a clean, separate, cook, and chill should, okay. be, uh, should be the mantra. Remember those words for your for your holiday meals. Clean, separate, cook, and chill. Uh, you know, it doesn't take that long to make sure you're not using the same cutting board or clean the counter off if you've had some raw meat there. Clean the countertop before doing something else. Separate, cook, chill. It doesn't take that long to to stay safe for the holidays because you don't want to be spending your uh, holiday time in the hospital instead right. of at, at home. Absolutely. So, all right. We're almost out of time. Uh, Ron, can you give us, uh, mention the website where there's maybe more information and maybe some, some more details on the clean, separate, cook, chill, that kind of thing? Uh, sure. The, uh, our website is uh, fairfaxcounty.gov slash hd slash food. That'll take you directly to the food safety website. And if you, if you want to talk to somebody, the phone number is 703-246-2444. Okay. And uh, I, I guess uh, one of the things I would just like to uh, close with is um, this is just a personal observation. I do, mm-hmm. I do a number of food safety workshops uh, for the general public. And uh, um, it's kind of my observation that uh, all of us probably learned – how to cook from a family member mm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, mothers, grandmothers, aunts, whatever. Um, and it, it's just my personal opinion that when we learn how to cook from our family members, that it's more recipe driven than it is food safety driven. And, I, and I'll explain that this way, that, you know, it's a pinch of this, a dash of that, put it in the oven and put it on the stove for X amount of time and when the time is done, mm. it's, Voila, t- it's right. time to eat, right. okay? There's really not a lot of mention of taking a temperature or washing your hands or, uh, you know, making sure that we don't put the, the, uh, the raw chicken over the, the lettuce in the refrigerator. So um, I'll just come back to, you know, clean, separate, cook, and chill. Uh, try, to, try to remember these, uh, these guidelines. In, in a more expanded form, those same four guidelines are how we uh, um, really gauge if a restaurant is doing oh, their, wow. is doing their work. Properly. Okay. So, uh, so you learned it right here. The if, <laughs> really four four words, four easy, um, pr- relatively easy steps, easy okay. things to remember: clean, separate, cook, chill. You'll have good food as long as your recipes are good, but right. but more importantly, safe food for you and your family. Right. All right. Give us that uh, telephone number and website one more time if you don't mind. Right? The phone number is 703-246-2444. And the website is fairfaxcounty.gov slash hd slash food. Ron Campbell with Fairfax County's Health Department with us and uh, wishing you a happy holiday, whatever it might be, this uh, November and December, and uh, a safe holiday with your food. Ron, thanks for all the good advice for being with us today on, thanks for having on the me, podcast. Jim. County Conversation is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government. We want to thank you for listening. And if you need to get more Fairfax County news and events, we encourage you to visit fairfaxcounty.gov news, or you can call 703-Fairfax 
Banks. That's 703-324-7329, weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4.30 p.m. Again, thanks for listening.